Yo, 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 it's me again. It's Tun back once again, like the Renegade Master I am. It is what would have been the final episode of this uh, series of consoles I have owned, except I was a bit naughty and bought another one. So, need to finish this, this one off, need to get this recorded. This is my current main console. I'm a bit worried that my sounds are a bit loud and quiet, but we'll find out what happens. Hopefully this all records okay. My final console, well not my final console as I've just said, but the console, my main gaming console is, hard to believe, after my PlayStation 3, it's a PlayStation 4. Yep, I'm that predictable. After getting my PlayStation 3 and really enjoying being part of the Sony network of gaming and things, the PlayStation 4 seemed like a natural place to continue on to. Uh, Spec-wise, didn't matter. I've got a PlayStation 3, might as well get a PlayStation 4. They had announced a few things were going to change. One of them being, whereas the PlayStation Network Access for online gaming was free on the PlayStation 3, but you had to pay for it on the Xbox, Sony had decided for the PlayStation 4, you were going to have to pay for it. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, really is a bit of a shame. Really is a bit of a shame. One of the biggest shames, really, was that it had previously been free, but obviously Sony had missed out on a lot of lucrative cash. We all know that the PlayStation 3 was sold at a loss to get people tied into the Sony architecture. However, they weren't going to risk that with the PlayStation 4. So I knew I was going to have to pay some money. At the time, it was 40 quid a year. Not the end of the world for decent online gaming. I ordered it from Amazon. Uh, you'll remember my dreadful police-involved story of the PlayStation 3 purchase. I wasn't going to risk that with my PlayStation 4, so I put the pre-order in with Amazon as soon as it was available. One of the things Amazon allows you to do, or allowed you to do at the time, was you could actually put the pre-order in and start allocating payments against it. So if you had uh, credit on your account, or you had some place, uh, some Amazon vouchers, you could apply that to the order so that when it shipped, you actually paid less. Well, you didn't pay less, but the actual money coming out of your account on the day it shipped would be less because Amazon charged when the item's dispatched. I thought, wonderful, we've got a good couple of months. The PlayStation 4 was offensively expensive, and if you pardon a bit of a tappy tap on my computer, I've just realized I can actually tell you how expensive my PlayStation 4 was when I ordered it. Search all orders, a PlayStation. I know this is what you all want from your play, from your uh, your podcast. You want to hear a man looking to see how much he paid for a PlayStation 4. So here we are. All order placed 5th of August 2013. So seven years ago. Uh, yeah, seven years ago. £429.99. Ouch. That is a lot of money. I wonder, weirdly, it says total £42.45. Invoice or credit note, I wonder what that is. Did they credit me some money? I've no idea, that's very weird. Anyway, I'll stop Googling this and looking at that. So yeah, £430 for a PlayStation and a game. The first game was Killzone uh, Shadowfall. A first-person shooter, it didn't really matter. It was just, it worked out fractionally more expensive to get a game included. And that was okay by me. Ordered through Amazon, kept paying money off, adding adding uh, extra credit if I was able to buy any cheap Amazon credit, which is something I, I'd still try and do when I can. There's various websites you can buy Amazon credit at less than face value. So I'd buy some credit, add it on. Buy some credit, add it on. Or get a bonus, in a, get, a, get a gift as an Amazon voucher, add it on. Now, one of the things Amazon did is they... If you ordered by a particular date, you were guaranteed a console and I for launch. And I really wanted a console for launch. Anyway, my delivery date moved back. And I got straight onto the old chat customer services going, Oi, oi, what's happened here? I'm not getting my PlayStation when I should be. And they said, oh, yeah, you've, uh, uh, you placed your order. And they gave a date that was a few days earlier. And I was like, no, 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 I've got my order confirmation. It says... I think was it eight, August fifth or whenever it was. They said no, no, no. We've got a date in September. You've put a you uh, ordered it then, and I 
asked them to pull up the order detail and sure enough they could see I'd actually ordered it in August but every time I was putting credit against it it was essentially cancel they were told me it's essentially cancelling the old order and putting a new one in and I said this is not on at no point did you tell me this is what you were doing and it put my pre-order at risk I am unhappy what can you do thankfully they said we'll we'll get a launch day one out to you so all was okay but I was a bit worried as I said I wanted to avoid police interactions with my PlayStation purchase this time so very boringly I was working in Hammersmith and got it delivered to the office big old box arrived as you can imagine and inside was my PlayStation now being in office there wasn't really anywhere I could set it up but it was nice to have it I knew I could carry it home and then get it set up when I got home uh, Looks wise, I really did prefer the PlayStation, the launch day PlayStation 3. Although some people say it looks like a bit of a George Foreman grill, the launch day PlayStation 3 I thought looked gorgeous. That gloss black, all, all chrome, all lovely, lovely, lovely. The PlayStation 4 just didn't do it for me in the same way. Very angular, uh, very angular, uh, sharp, pointy edges, and uh, yeah, didn't look in my opinion, as good as the PlayStation 3. But it's old well. Uh, as I said, first game was uh, Shadow... Killzone, Shadowfall. I've not played any of the Killzone games before. Sorry, that was me getting a little text message. I've not... Oh, I'm going to get lots of text messages now. Bleep, 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 bleep. Let's see if I can stop that from happening. Hopefully we'll be okay. Uh, if I do that and I do that... So... Killzone 3, no, Killzone Shadowfall was the game I got with the PlayStation. I think it may have come with another controller as well. I can't remember that bit. I wasn't, although with my original PlayStation 3, I bought the media remote as well. I don't think there was a media remote for the PlayStation 4, so I didn't get one. And I, we'd moved in, this is the uh, early 2010 so 2013 so streaming had taken off this was the thing people weren't doing physical media it did have a blu-ray drive in didn't have a 4k blu-ray drive which is one of the rumors it might have uh, that obviously kept the cost down for Sony uh, but I think it was it, they missed out the PlayStation 3 did as well because of its uh, media credentials and the fact that PlayStation 4 was going to be missing out on this yes it had YouTube, yes, you'd get apps for it, but PlayStation 3 was the first Blu-ray player a lot of families had. PlayStation 4 could have been the first 4K player, but companies are moving away from selling the old physical media. It's all about the streamy streamersons. So I uh, first game, yep, Killzone Shadowfall, very boring first-person shooter. I do like my first-person shooters, but I found it boring as heck. Really did. Where I struggle is I've now got to try and go through in my mind what the games I had. Uh, and although kind of I know I had a game, I couldn't tell you when I had it. So coming off from full, coming out from Kill Zone, probably had. I probably had another Call of Duty come in. Oh, that's one thing with my PlayStation 4. Apart from Shadowfall, every game I've had on there... Well, almost true. Apart from Shadowfall and another game I'll talk about later, every game I've had has been digital. I have had no physical media for my PlayStation. Which has been good, because what's essentially happened with the games is uh, whatever you get on the disc, there's then a huge download you have to do to actually play it. And with the likes of the recent Call of Duty Modern Warfare, we're seeing 60 gig updates being downloaded. 60 gigabytes, I mean, oh, the original, my original PS3 had a 60 gigabyte hard drive. Uh, the new PS4, I think, had 500 gig don't think it was 320 I think it was 500 gig and that was pretty good but it did get filled up pretty quickly and as I was going the digital route if I wanted a game I had to I had to download it so uh, yeah 
so what did we have? We had a, would have had a cooler, a cooler duty. Would have looked just like the PlayStation Three one, just maybe a bit better. Uh, also enjoyed playing Assassin's Creed games on the PS3. So I'd have, I remember playing the Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That was a cool game on the PlayStation Four. I enjoyed being a pirate, having a pirate ship. I thought that was a good direction for the uh, for the game to take. I'm glad they went that route, and it made it more made it more interesting because as as I said on our PlayStation 3 uh, podcast the, the the games do get a bit repetitive so it's good that you're able they're able to introduce a new dynamic of uh, having a boat and being a pirate I've got other Assassin's Creed games uh, I've got two on the go at the moment couldn't tell you what they're called one set in Paris and one set in London uh, the Paris one I think I'm a bit further on but it just been such a grind it's just grinding through over and over and oh and when I've got other games I want to play and what's annoying is I'm like I don't know four years five years behind on my Assassin's Creed games I've I've not played the Egypt one yet the Egypt one sounds ace and then we've got Valhalla coming out later this year and that once again sounds like it'll be an ace game but I've got to churn through London and then churn through Paris London's pretty cool because it's uh, based near, very close to where I lived. So I enjoyed, I enjoy seeing the areas, particularly kind of I used to work at Liverpool Street Station, and that's in the game. So that's very cool. Uh, Paris, as I said, I, th- I think I'm most of the way through that, but it's probably a couple of a couple of long days to to get that done, and I'm not even busting through side quests I am just trying to get the main game completed oh it's taken a long old time there have been a lot of remasters for the PlayStation 4 so I do have uh, I do have Bioshocks available but I haven't played them because I played them all on the PlayStation 3 I think Bioshock Infinite I played on the PlayStation 3 but if not Bioshock Infinite was quite cool different take in the game but I do uh, oh, I've got some, Bioshock games have a special place in my heart uh, lots of free games with the fact that we are now playing uh, for monthly membership for PlayStation Network with the PSN Plus. They were giving free games out. Often there'd be like a hit in inverted commas. And then there'd be like a, a more uh, independent game. So uh, I remember having a skateboarding game called Oli Oli. Or Ole Ole. Uh, that was that I had when I was uh, living in Pimlico and what was annoying well it wasn't annoying for me uh, when I lived in Pimlico I had to whenever I did gaming or watch TV I had to wear headphones I couldn't I had to do it in my bedroom so not, not using any of the main television or anything like that but when I did it I always had to wear headphones couldn't have anything that could possibly annoy anyone else I was living with However, Ollie Ollie was one of the free games, and I just got into playing it at 10 o'clock at night. And uh, the person I live with got very pissed off and came into the room and was just like, Do you have to do that? All that incessant tapping, because in Ollie Ollie, you just literally press one button to jump or Ollie. And it was just one of those games that kind of just took up time and I was, couldn't sleep. So, I was, so yeah, I had to stop playing that. Oh, that was annoying. But there's a. There, these are free games, they don't cost me anything, so it's not a huge problem that I'm not enjoying them or doing too much with them. So, uh, yeah, that was Ollie Ollie. And I'm just trying to think, kind of, oh. So, one of the other games I do have uh, is on my launch day PlayStation 4, which sounds like a jumbo jet, even more so than the PlayStation 3 did. Uh, there was a demo called PT. And it was rumoured to be part of the, uh, the like a, a, te- a tech demo or just a teaser for Silent Hill, which I'd never really played before. And I downloaded that and had it on my computer. Well, I had it on PlayStation 4. And I didn't play it for absolutely ages. And maybe, so now it's, it's 2020. I think I played PT in 2019 maybe 2018 so five years after I downloaded it I played it and it's got some good horror elements in it but really it was a bit boring Uh, 
The reason I played it and the reason I'm glad I downloaded it is I took it off a of PlayStation store when the the guy behind it left Sony did it, or left Konami or wherever they were, wherever he was, he left. And then, yeah, so on eBay, you could find PlayStations where people were selling for more money because it had PT on there. So I have one of them on my PlayStation. Maybe it will be worth much, much, much more money. Not that I'll get rid of it because it will join my collection of games. Uh, so, yeah. So I, I do have that. <sighs> Gaming-wise, you'll see there's a lot of similar stuff in what I've done, uh, what I've played. Uh, so you, I've talked about my Assassin's Creed. I've talked about Call of Duty's... Oh, sorry. So Call of Duty played that on the PlayStation 3. It's going to play on the PlayStation 4. Uh, the Black Ops storyline for Call of Duty was fantastic. The first Black Ops and the second Black Ops I thought were really good on the PlayStation 3. But then the last Black Ops, so Black Ops 4, oh, it was no way as good. And Black Ops 3, I think, was better. Uh, but yeah, the Black Ops storylines, you've got to, to. So it's one of the reasons I enjoy playing the single player campaigns on the Call of Duty games. And was disappointed when they released a Call of Duty without a single-player campaign, uh, and everybody, and then focused only on the multiplayer. And you're like, that is that is wrong because the 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 Call of Duty campaigns are fantastically, generally fantastically well written, and the graphics always look fantastic, and the Black Ops ones have a bit of a kind of espionage kind of feeling to them and make it feel more like a movie rather than just the mindless shooting that you're doing with lots of lots of lots of the other ones uh, so yeah uh, currently I'm playing uh, modern the, the modern warfare not the remaster but the new version of one but the new modern modern warfare I completed the single player campaign on that I'm now doing multiplayer oh, I played multiplayer for a long time. And I really put off playing Warzone. Really put that off for ages. But then uh, one of my uh, Twitter chums in the Twitter sphere was like, oh, come on, play it. And I'm like, oh, I'm rubbish. So I played it actually with an old work colleague. I saw she was online. I was like, it said joinable. So I was like, click the button to join her. And I said, listen, I'm rubbish at this. Tell me what I need to do. She's like, hunt people down, don't die. Uh, and this was on Battle Royale, and obviously I didn't know the guns very well. You pick up guns as you're playing, so that didn't work very well for me in a style. I am a hangback and snipe. I'm not a engage, engage, engage kind of person. So, uh, yeah, that didn't work well for me. But we're now many months down the line, and uh, I'm an awful lot better. I have won a game of Modern Warfare, uh, Warzone, Battle Royale. I, I came first. I... I, on Twitch, you'll see that. I've kept that as a video. I couldn't believe it. I can't remember how I did it. I think I hung around in a helicopter till there was a lot less people and then managed to get very lucky coming out of uh, the gulag. Maybe that was it. No, I don't. I think I, I was very lucky and I, where I landed and I made a decision to not go through the tunnel at the top of the map near the, uh, at the top of the dam there's a tunnel, and I made a decision. And I, I made the decision to run down that tunnel. And as the circle collapsed round me, the gas came in. I had the choice of running back down the tunnel. And if I'd have done that, when it next came in, I may not be able to get back down the tunnel. But yeah, I landed, collected some stuff, and then it turned out it was only me and one other person. I didn't know that at the time. And I'm hugging the 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 mountain top, all the crackly eggs, and I hear someone breathing because they're running, whereas I'm sneaky sneaking and I've not had to move. Uh, and uh, I shoot them; they don't know where I am, but I'm above them, and I think they think I'm behind them. Pew 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 pew. pew. Number one player. So yeah, I got that, but it was a fluke. Uh, and I do recognise it was a fluke. But otherwise, Battle Royale, I really do struggle with it. It's, yeah, yeah they've, they've done a few different modes. So they did a 100 versus 100 deathmatch. 
that just has lots of people with snipers just sniping from the other side of the match. It's in very little compact areas of the uh, game. I didn't enjoy that. Whereas I am enjoying plunder, getting some guns, oh, sorry, setting your, your, you get to use your own loadout straight away, and you just collect cash, and I enjoy that. I, uh, and you can get a game of that going in like, you can play a game of that in 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes tops, whereas, uh, whereas the Battle Royale, that is a, a long old game. Then you get killed once you go into the Gulag, then you've got to fight out the Gulag. And you're like, oh, well, this is like, if I get killed once, I might as well just give up and restart the game. But it's the effort required to do it. So uh, plunder, you get killed, you come back straight away. You get killed, come back straight away. Works well for me. Also gives you an opportunity to just, I'm getting my sniping on. So I'm trying to find a good sniping rifle combination. Uh, getting there, I think. But uh, the assault rifle, the, the rifles I'm using, I want to... Once you go over a four times magnification, then you'll have optical glint. And some people are killing me from miles away without an optical glint. And I don't know how they're doing that, but apparently there's a big cheating problem because there's crossplay enabled. So I can play Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer with people on Xbox, with people on the PC. And I think on the PCs, there's a big cheaty, cheaty, cheaty problem. I don't cheat and I have a PlayStation 4 and if I cheated I'm sure I'd be better but hey I don't and I'm not and I love being accused of cheating because sometimes I sometimes I get some very lucky shots off and sometimes I'm very very lucky and they're well, like you're cheating you've got I'm, I'm sat there with my PlayStation and a PlayStation controller and the only thing I've got is I wear headphones when I game force of habit as I told you about earlier but also, uh, in games like Call of Duty multiplayer, it does allow you to hear the footsteps a bit better. They, they don't get as lost in the uh, gunshots and other background sounds. So, but also, because you're so left and right, you can tell if footsteps are to your left or to your right, and that really does help. But that's not cheating. That's just plugging a set of headphones in the controller. Oh, just going to take a swig of a uh, lovely drink. Lovely, lovely drink. Mm -mm, drinky drinks. Oh, so yeah, uh, that is Call of Duty. Oh, we've got loads of cool games to talk about, I think. So yeah, uh, a game that came out on the PlayStation 4 that I really enjoyed, Watch Dog, about hacking and stuff. And I, I like that as a storyline. There's not many good hacking games out there. And Watchdog did. Also, everybody in the Watchdog universe, you can find out information about them. So every character has a bio. And I presume they're assigned randomly. So they don't have a bio until you see them. But when you see them, they then get assigned. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed playing Watchdog. Uh, yeah, you're a great hacker and then your sister's kid gets kidnapped or your sister gets kidnapped. Yeah, great game. Set in Chicago. CTOS. So yeah, great. Uh, I did start playing Watchdog 2. Got to the point where I stole Kit, or the Watchdog version of Kit. I've got loads more to play in that, but I started that over a year ago, and I haven't got back on it. I don't even know if it's still on the PlayStation. Because uh, yeah, yeah, the the downloads really do kill you size wise, and I think. Watchdog 2 had to be sacrificed to be able to download something else onto my old PlayStation. Uh, I had Grand Theft Auto 5 on the PlayStation 3 as a present to the girlfriend. And uh, yeah, I think I bought it for a tenner on the PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4 gave you first person shooter view, which is quite cool, but I, it's not as fast paced shooty wise. So uh, I'm slow, I have slowly ground through various levels of well, various stages of Grand Theft Auto 5 but I don't know how I don't know if I'll pick that up again I didn't play 4 really didn't play 3 didn't play 2 and didn't play 1 everyone says that Grand Theft GTAs are great but not for me I've not really I don't really enjoy them but it's a but it does appear to have a good storyline so I should probably 
Uh, it seems probably more likely something I'd watch someone play, do a playthrough of. But I have got that. Oh, yeah. So, what should we start? We'll start with, we'll start with a classic. Uh, I don't think, because it's not a games console, I don't think we've done a PC episode. But if we did, Wolfenstein 3D would certainly be on there. And there have been two games out for the old PlayStation 4 that I've really enjoyed. Well, that I've also enjoyed. The New Order and the New Colossus. The New World Order? New, new Order? New Colossus? Essentially two great games with uh, uh, that can kind of continue off in, this, in the Wolfenstein environment. They've really made the most of... Uh, the PlayStation 4's graphics, I think, in building a a alternate timeline 1950s, 40s and 50s, and I think it works really well. Uh, so yeah, if you've not played them, grab them. They'll be dirt cheap at the moment, but but they're really, really, really good stories. Uh, I think New Colossus pulled me in because there was an advert I saw where essentially you've got some woman has to kill her some woman has to kill somebody else and it's just done from the first person perspective and you're like what this is dreadful but then you remember that those pesky Nazis were dreadful and did horrible things forced people to do horrible things definitely don't want to go back to the fascist Nazi states do we? No, don't want that in 20 bloody 20 little bit of politics for you there so yeah I uh, really enjoyed New, uh, New Order and uh, the New Colossus really good great storylines good graphics good gameplay first-person shooters but as I said kind of a, felt a bit Bioshocky in that steampunk kind of different timeline technology way uh, and the same as and the same it's kind of PlayStation 4, they also released uh, Fallout 4, which is once again an alternate timeline, different technology, not necessarily steampunk, but taking the valves forwards as opposed to the microprocessors. So Fallout 4, oh man, was I waiting for that. So on my PlayStation 3 episode, you'd heard me wax lyrical about Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Fallout 4, I didn't know what to expect. But absolutely loved it. And I had a look at some of my tweets and I was like, do I buy it? Do I not? Do I buy it? And I was always going to buy it. I love the Fallout games. So, uh, yeah, Fallout 4, if you haven't got it, you've missed out on Preston Garvey telling you that another settlement needs your help. Uh, Storyline, I'll be honest, I wasn't as blown away by Fallout 4. I felt the, well, is it spoilers for Fallout 4 that came out many years ago? Uh, it's It's got one of the problems that annoys me in a lot of stuff, which is, what game did I play that also had Invisible Peeps? Was it Killzone? Oh no, it was a Call of Duty. Oh my goodness. A Call of Duty, you play a single player game, it's got to be advanced warfare, and there's like people who can go invisible, have an invisibility skin. And that invisibility skin lasts for ages in the game when you do the campaign. But then when you play the uh, when you play it multiplayer and you get that that ability, it uh, lasts a few seconds and then takes ten minutes to re reload so that annoys me a fallout 4 had that with uh, one of the synths groups is it the corsairs yeah they can go invisible and they're a bit harder to hunt but yeah i mean am i being unfair by saying storyline didn't grab me as well i think i guessed one of the big twists in the storyline for fallout 4 uh, but absolutely, absolutely humongous map, fantastically sized map, and really interesting side uh, DLC. So get the Game of the Year edition with the DLC included, really good. Uh, there was a cheat, well not a cheat, but on the PlayStation 3 version, 
you just need to borrow the CD of someone who had the Game of the Year edition. It would copy the DLC onto your game and then you could just play it off your normal version. You can't do that. I don't think you can do it on PlayStation 4, but I had it digitally anyway, so I wouldn't have been able to anyway. But yeah, I did enjoy PlayStation... Uh, I did enjoy Fallout 4 on the PlayStation 4 uh, with dog meat, but not dog meat. Lots of power armors, and, and you get construction on Fallout 4, which you didn't in 3, so you could build your own bases and stuff. Uh, I don't think... Uh, some people built some absolutely amazing things to house all their creations. I didn't. The first red rocket you come across in the game, that was my base. The only thing I built on there were, co put, were containers to house all the stuff I collected. And I collected a lot of stuff. And on the roof of the uh, red rocket was all my power armors. Uh, my go-to loadout. So I'd have, a, I'd have the jetpack power armor because that helped you get up to places. I'd have my, did I have a sniper plasma rifle with something upgrades? Loads of weapon upgrades. It being the PS4, I think there is an option to load mods up, but I never did that. I did complete Fallout 4. I can't remember which option I took, which group, probably the Minutemen, probably. Uh, but yeah, maybe I should do another if ever I fancied a playthrough, I, I could perhaps do... I've, I don't know if I mentioned it on PlayStation 3. I, I've never played as an evil character in any game I've ever played. I've never taken what would be the bad choices to make me go down that particular route. Never done it, so maybe that'd be a fun thing to do. I talked about... Uh, when I played Modern Warfare and I've been, been playing Warzone uh, as like a massive battle royale I did download Fortnite and try that but oh, when you're playing against people have all sorts of skills and like f the build menus in Fortnite I presume you get to learn them so you get to know what instant key buses you need to do to make a building appear but I'd be fighting against someone and suddenly they'd build a building in front of them that they'd be able to run into and you're like how have you done that? I'd have to press the build button, look to see what the options are, scroll down the options, find the house, press build, press construct, all that bullshine. And so, yeah, I did try Fallout uh, Fortnite, but it wasn't for me. And that was before I did uh, before I did the Warzone on, on Modern Warfare. So, interestingly, I'm enjoying Warzone, but I'm enjoying more the plunder side as opposed to the Battle Royale. So, who knows if Fortnite would be for me, but I don't think it is. Uh, so, I'm just trying to think about... Oh, what can we... We can also talk about... About... The social aspect of my PlayStation 4 gaming. I know you, uh, everything's now multiplayer online. There's very little couch co-op of the kind of stuff that I would have a chance to do couch co-op for. One thing I'm trying to do, or one thing I tried to do, was get my uh, girlfriend, now wife, into gaming. So when she had her own flat and I had my flat, so I didn't have to cart my PlayStation between two flats, I actually bought her a little PS4 Slim, or whatever they called it. Now all her furniture was white, so I bought her the white one. Got it from CEX, traded a load of stuff in, as is, as is my kind of thing and uh yeah so i had that with hers now eventually she moved in we were married all that all that jazz so i have two playstation 4s in my flat my original launch day one and this slim and they both sound like uh 747s taking off but one of the things that the playstation has done which i quite enjoy is there's a there's a free game, or it was free, it might have been a PSN download, PSN Plus download, called That's You. And it's a bit like a, a quiz. But the difference is, if I mean, you may have remembered Buzz. I hope I talked about Buzz on the PlayStation 3 version. But Buzz, you had to use special controllers to be able to take part, and that was just general knowledge. Whereas That's You covers loads of stuff. 
and but most importantly you don't need to use a mo uh, don't need to use special controllers for it any internet enabled device laptop uh, a mobile phone tablet can play and what that allows you to do is take funny pictures and draw on them and has, so that's you if you get the chance if you have a few people over and fancy a giggle and a proper giggle make sure you turn off the uh, child safety features they're not too rude but obviously they're a bit more adult in their questions and oh I've had so much fun and I've had a couple of friends say actually they'd buy a PlayStation off the back of that's you because that kind of thing of being able to just say oh do you want to, do you want to fancy playing a game it's a bit like uh, they're, they're just some fun games but you don't uh, you get your phone out you watch the TV they don't even need to know it's on the PlayStation once they're connected to the network they're able to just join it's fantastic really is fantastic so yeah I think there was an app actually I have to on my phone to, to play it so they once they download the app that's it they're, they're in so that's you grab grab that if you have a PlayStation 4 and you haven't played it yet and play it with your friends next time they're around do it before you're absolutely super trolley uh, super trolleyed uh, and you'll you'll have I hope you'll have as much fun as we did when we played it yeah that's you hopefully hopefully they'll continue stuff like that and I think it's a good idea for Sony to try and pull in multi kind of why well, I, I felt they took a backward step with the PlayStation 4 to not to not build it as a media center I know things are different now everyone uploads all their pictures to Instagram or to Facebook but PlayStation 3 when it had the memory card readers and the fact you could just play everything save them on there and watch them on a big screen it's lovely I mean of course no one wants to see your holiday pictures but the ability to have them and be able to see them on a large screen was is great and the PlayStation 4 never had the memory card so bad things the PlayStation 4 took forwards for the PlayStation 3 firstly only two USB sockets dreadful now in its defense the PlayStation 4 has the connector for the camera at the back so you don't have to use one of the PS4's USB sockets to connect the camera, but still, why two USB sockets? Four cost pennies and and would mean people can do so much and connect so much more up. Uh, the first thing, hard drives are swap outable, which is always good, particularly with how big games are getting on the PlayStation 4. No 4K drive, but a Blu-ray drive. And I... I've not tested it myself because I've never used my PlayStation Three for playing C, PlayStation Four for playing CDs. But apparently, they don't play music CDs. I'd be interested. To, I really should test that out uh, before this podcast, but I haven't, so I can't. So, so I can't. Do, so I haven't. So I can't. So I can't let you guys know. Yeah, uh, the Slim PlayStation Four Slim is like a slightly rounder edged version of the the PlayStation. For main size, uh, yeah, really was not a fan of the style of the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation 5 looks bigger, uh, so that'll allow them to make a slim version that looks a lot better, I think. Oh yeah, talking about PlayStation 4 slim, uh, my girlfriend, she may have been my wife. Actually, she was my wife. Bought me Red Dead Redemption 2 for PlayStation 4. And I enjoyed Red Dead Redemption when it was a free download on the PlayStation 3. So Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2, I was like, oh, I'm going to play this. And I, at the time I had my PlayStation set up in the living room. And thankfully she didn't leave me. But my wife watched me play Red Dead Redemption 2. And was I was blown away and it was only at the very final bit of the game when I realised that Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption what a silly man I am but oh Red Dead Redemption 2 great things like the hunting from that Assassin's Creed game like uh, the exploration good opportunity to do some sniping a few easter eggs so I got I didn't get abducted by aliens, but I did the alien Easter egg, uh, and there was so much more on Red Dead Redemption Four. But 
that I could have explored, but banned through the single player. And it took me a month or so of playing of an evening. And one of the things I did is I actually bought the Red Dead Redemption 2 soundtrack on vinyl. So I have that in my vinyl collection. I have listened to it as well. And it brought back memories. And they, I mean, it looked fantastic, Red Dead Redemption 2, as a game. The storylines were amazing. A bit fantastical, like at the end when you get the bank loan. And then at one point I'm holding more, like 10 times more in gold than the value of the bank loan on the the homestead and I'm like I could have paid this off but the, the way the game works is that that doesn't work which is a shame because life could have been a lot happier if I'd have been able to pay all that off with no issues but it did not allow you to play it but it, I where they go with Red, Red Dead Redemption 3 I don't know uh, the Red Dead games are set at that kind of move to the industrial era and so much changed in in that country at that time so uh, uh, yeah it was just oh you'll get your games plays worth for 20 quid from Red Dead Redemption 2 that is for sure uh, so I mean yeah gaming wise if I turned on my PlayStation now which I won't do because I remember because I've got a brain uh, what have I done? I'm twitching. Uh, twitching. I'm broadcasting via Twitch from a PlayStation 4, which is a pretty cool thing. It's not what the big streamers do, but it's what I'm doing. I'm streaming through Twitch, and what have I done? I've, I've streamed the entire of playing The Last of Us. Now, I know most of you probably played that on the PlayStation 3. However, I didn't. I bought it as a digital download, and I can't remember when, but I think I bought it second-hand. It may have cost me tenner many, many years ago. It's just been sat on my PlayStation catalogue. And The Last of Us 2, or Tilao Tool, uh, was coming out, or has come out. This is, we are, uh, end of July 2020, height of the old, well, not height of, but in the midst of the old Pando. And I was like, I fancy playing something. And because TDAL2 was just coming out, a streamer, a, a guy I follow online called Steve McNeil from Go8Bit, he was going to play TDAL as one of his spooky Sunday streams. And I thought, TDAL2. And I thought, I really don't want to watch that because I want to play TDAL. So I sat down and started playing it. I streamed the entire thing. So I've now got that on my YouTube channel. But yeah, I've got the whole of The Last of Us plus the DLC of Left Behind. And uh, it was pretty good. Pretty good, I'll say. Now, they obviously upped the graphics for the PlayStation 4 version, which is worthwhile. Uh, I like a good old zombie game. It's not as zombie hoardy as you imagine. In the same way, I worry with zombie games. They're all going to be a bit like Resident Evil, where you'll just... Uh, the last Resident Evil game I played, you'd have swarms of zombies. And I can't be dealing with that. I can't be dealing with swarms of zombies, and t had a good number of them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to playing t 2. I might end up playing at the PlayStation 5, knowing me, but I am looking forward to it. There's a thing that happens at the end of the, first t uh, the Last of Us, and you're like, ooh... Oh, if they ever make a second one, that's going to be an important plot point. And now they've made a second one. So I've not been able to watch my, my, uh, my, uh, the stream I follow play it, because I didn't want the storyline finished it. He played it in an evening. Now, his evenings are quite long. They can go on till 3 in the morning, starting at 7.30, 8 o'clock. So, but even starting at 8 o'clock till 3, that's still 7 hours. That's long old gameplay. Plus, he's quite a good gamer, even though he's, he's, he's good at knowing how, what to do and how to react. So that helps him. But, yeah, so I'll give Tilao a go. The other... Uh, so that was probably ignoring Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The last game I completed was The Last of Us. And I've streamed all of that. What I'm playing at the moment is I managed to get a game called Control. And it looked pretty interesting. It had it had a feeling of some of the 
PlayStation 3 kind of government agency, secret society, hidden order kind of things that I played, like Condemned 2. And I thought, oh, I fancy that. And it was very expensive. It's still very expensive. Well, it was 40, 50 quid to begin with. It only came out, I think, this year. Uh, and then it was down to £25. And then last week, it was on offer for 15, 15-ish pounds. No, 17. 17 pound 50 on the PlayStation Store. I had £2.50 outstanding from other things I'd bought. I bought a £15 PlayStation PSN store voucher for for about 12 quid ish So it felt like I was buying the game for 12-ish quid, and I was happy with that. And I'm playing it at the moment. It's quite interesting. Uh, it feels very much like SCP, if you're aware of that. Uh, SCP is a thing where people make up aliens and, well, artifacts, I'll say, that are paranormal. So there's some great ones that are just weird. There are some highly, uh, highly kind of. So they're not. They're not all about evil entities wanting to hurt people. Some of them are just like, it's a, let's say it's a drinks dispenser that can dispense any drink even though it's not connected up to anything. You press the button for the drink you want and that's what comes out. So nothing, but that's an entity that does that. Uh, but you might have, uh, I'm just trying to think, so there are bad entities. So I think there, there's an entity that's a bit like these sleeping angels from doctor who but they or sorry weeping angels from doctor who where they only move if you don't look at them but they can move super quick so in the in the time it takes you to blink they can get 10 meters across a room so that's an entity but that's a bad one and they're all held in a secure facility and referenced and uh, i was reading I, I used to read them because people just write them. It's just a bit of intellect, internet folk, folklore. But it's a maintained Wikipedia-esque database of them. And uh, one of them is a thing that can't be described. So anyone looks at it, they can see it, and they know what it looks like. But the moment you stop looking at it, you can't describe it, and then you forget all about it. And so they've had to record this with what it's not, because you can describe what it isn't. So after you've not, after you've seen it, you can cut you. You can leave the room and then be like, "Ah, oh, uh, uh, how big was it? I don't know how big it was." Okay. Would you would you say it was small? No, it's not small. Rather than yes, it's uh, no, it's big. And so they're able to describe and stuff like that really interests me. And we're going back to control. You start off, you come into this government building that's pretty empty, and you learn that artifacts get empowered with special powers that make things happen. And that's very much like that. So it feels a bit like an X Files episode, or actually more like Warehouse 13, those kind of artifacts. So that's what controls like. And I'm so so that is where I'm up to on my PlayStation 4 gaming. I'm a few levels, well, a few missions through on Control. I am streaming it, so you can catch it on Twitch. Uh, yeah. I don't know, so the PlayStation 5 comes out holidays 2020, which is this year. I think there's another Black Ops coming out on the PlayStation 4, so I'm going to have to get that. I hope they do something that they did for the PlayStation 3, which is if you buy it on the PlayStation 3 on a digital version, which is what I did, you'd get the PlayStation 4 version when, when you the PlayStation 4 was released. So I did that for the PlayStation 3. If they do that again for the PlayStation 5, excellent. I don't care much for buying physical media. You should save the money, put a bigger hard drive in, download all the games. That's what I should do. I haven't done that yet. I will do. Uh, so yeah, that's my PlayStation 4. Whew, I've talked for, for nearly an hour, jabbering on. If you've got any questions, Drop me an email, consoling myself at torn.co.uk or whatever I said the email address is. You can get me on Twitter. 
uh, you can get me on email you can leave me a review on whatever platform you're on I'm going to try and get some more get this out on Spotify because I realise it's not on Spotify Spotify is really good if you've got uh, Sonos's and things like that whereas it's on iTunes and Acast you can listen on iTunes and you can listen on Acast but it doesn't work so well with some of these the less smart smart speakers so I will try and get that sorted and then yeah this was going to be the last episode but I bought another console and that'll be next week or next month's console so that'll be September's and then we're in October so as long as I don't buy another new console I mean no one's released a new console unless the, place, unless the Xbox gets released early but I don't imagine I'm going to buy an Xbox so yeah one more episode left it's going to be a short one about the console I have bought I did tweet about it what an absolute bargain and then we get to go for the next uh, season for a better word of the gaps so the consoles that I've played that I now own and the games I've played on them because you've not heard anything about my uh, NES not that I had a NES you've not heard anything about my Mega Drive you've not heard anything about my Game Boy all of these are to be enjoyed or endured I suppose I'm going to have a really short episode on the Atari 2600 that my friend Bob had I've now got one I need to get that working that's a, that's a job for hopefully before the end of Pando that's for sure anyway leave me a review share with your friends I like talking about games I want to know what games you've had I'm going to try I'm going to contact a load of people that play games and I'm going to ask them questions about the consoles that they've had. And I don't want to talk to them about just the games that they've played or things they've played around people's houses. I want to know what they had and the games they enjoyed on the consoles that they had. So, yeah, I might rename the seasons. So instead of being season one, this is consoles I owned. And instead of being season two, it could be consoles I played. Instead of being season three, it could be chatting to people about consoles they've owned. But we will see like subscribe or whatever you fancy like a, a, a review would be good that's always fun I'm, I'm close to 200 downloads so someone's listening to them which is excellent and i'm enjoying putting them out there and hopefully we can get even more i've got i've got so much more to talk to you guys about when gaming i'm looking forward to it this is twan twongleton reaching out and saying, you lovely people, have an excellent day.